0: I have no gift to bring Because pum 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 pum. I'm poor That's fit to give a king A rum-pum-pum-pum pum Rum-pum-pum-pum pum pum pum. Rum pum, pum 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 Love that
1: song That's a lot of exposition though I yeah. think they
2: really hit the uh, I'm poor Yeah A lot But he's a drummer. Where do you get the drum?
1: Now that's interesting. Maybe he's like a shepherd, and he took one of his sheepskins and put it over like a can of chili. There's no...
2: I'll I'll just say this. Historically, and I... Biblical archaeology is kind of like a hobby of mine. Yeah. Historically, families that had percussive instruments were... Mid to upper middle class. Oh, Interesting. Right. Do you have a percussive instrument? I'm not mid to upper middle class.
1: Sometimes I bang on my belly. Yeah? And it makes kind of a fun sound. That's fun. Yeah. I wouldn't call it an instrument, really. I mean...
2: uh. That reminds me of that song. I saw a man with a tat on his big fat belly. Oh, yeah. And it wiggled around like marmalade jelly. Oh, great lyrics. Took me a while to guess what it said, because I had to match the rhythm.
1: Of his belly. Of his belly with, with my, my head. head. Yeah. Now, that is some songwriting right there.
2: It's, I think they, <clears throat> that won a Grammy, I think.
1: Yeah. Uh, welcome, welcome to, to Dylan, Dylan and Dutch Dutch. Metal Detecting. Metal Detecting, uh... You're listening to us on KACR
0: LP 96.1.
2: Alameda and Hunter's Point 2. It's been a long time since we've had a podcast. A long time. I went on vacation. Then we didn't meet for yeah. a while. And then we did. Last time we met, <clears throat> last week, we got. Uh... Drunk. Yeah. Like, a lot. Yeah. Because it has been a while since I've seen it. It, it. it would. It had been a week. Yeah. That's a long time. For us, it is. We usually, we see each other every few days. Yeah. And I went to Prussia for a while. Yeah? To do to that talk thing. talk about it. Oh, with the thing.
1: Yeah. Uh, I found it. You? Oh, really? I did, and I gave it back to the princess. And, uh... Let's just say she thanked me handsomely. Yes, she did. Yeah. And, uh... I'll be going back there, probably. Well, once,
2: when she's, when she's kidnapped again, you yeah. might have to go back.
1: Yeah, probably. I haven't called those guys to do that, though, and set that up, so. That's okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. That was a fun trip. I wish you'd come. You
2: know, I didn't want to intrude, because it was your leisure time. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you need to, you need to get away from it all.
1: There was an interesting drink that I had over there. They oh. make it from fermented figs. Okay. Yeah. What's it called? I couldn't tell you. I don't remember. I don't speak Prussian.
2: Yeah, it's a degenerative
1: language. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, Christmas episode, huh? Christmas is the season. Episode spectacular. Bring in the Yule tide. Is, is this our third Christmas episode? Eh,
2: it might be our fourth. I think. Let's it might just be our... say it's our seventh. Number seven. Christmas number seven. We know this is 2010. If you go
1: back in the archives, you will find seven episodes. Of Christmas. Of Christmas. At least. I love Christmas. I love talking about Christmas.
2: I do too. I love it when people get offended and think they have to say happy holidays Mm. or Merry Christmas. Yeah. I love that because I get angry too. Not for those reasons. For legitimate reasons. Oh, okay. Let's talk about our favorite Christmas traditions. Okay. Okay. Uh, Lightning round. Okay. Uh, Home Depot
1: Christmas tree lottery.
2: That is amazing. Let's camp out on it and find out what that is because I'm fascinated.
1: Uh, I started doing this with my family uh, probably right after, pretty soon after I got married. Uh, Finding a Christmas tree? I, it always seems like such a hassle yeah. to me, like the right one, and it turns into a whole thing. A and then everyone ends up yelling and fighting. it's a racket. <clears throat> Maybe that was just my family, but um, no, we yell. Someone okay. throws up in the back seat. Sure. Um, but uh, so my wife and I, we actually both decided we're both on board with this. We whenever we need a tree, we go to Home Depot. We find the cheapest tree uh, section. Mm-hmm. And we're not allowed to unwrap it. It has to be still in the netting, and That's we just great. grab one and off the top of the pile and bring it home. That's amazing. Unwrap it, and guess what? What? We've, no wait! 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 Yeah. Wait! Wait! Hang on. What? We've left every single tree. I bet. Yeah,
2: it's like uh, it's like you don't want to go to like a breeder for a dog. You won't go to a dog breeder. You'll go to the to the rescue mission, or the SPCA, and get a dog there—a mutt.
1: That's where I go. Every you're doing the same thing with Christmas trees. Every two weeks.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Training. Oh, you're talking about the CNI dog training you you've been trying to do. Yeah. Yeah, that's been fun. Uh, yeah. Not very productive, but fun. I think the problem is a lot of the dogs you get are blind. And teaching a dog Braille is hard
1: because they're paws. Hmm. And they, they don't have the dexterity. But it did open up um, that new thing that I've been doing, which is. Uh, Was it dog fighting? No, people leading blind dogs around. So, because, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, you have the, the dogs that lead blind people around. Sure. But who's going to lead those blind dogs around? Uh, so, yeah. We have a tax ID on that. We're a nonprofit status. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: It's called Seeing Eye People. Yeah. For dogs. Uh, my Christmas tradition, we uh, get a Christmas tree, but we make sure that it's larger than the actual ceiling. I and see. And then it. we take it back and have them recut it and then, then charge us for that. Oh, okay. We've been doing that last few years. That sounds like fun. It's pretty great. Yeah. Because you get to go to the Christmas tree place twice. Twice. And I don't want to paint with a broad... Brush, <clears throat> but every single person that runs a Christmas tree lot, they're leftover carnies because mm. it's carnival season's done, so you're essentially getting hassled by, um, can I say pikies?
1: I think that's a different term.
2: Oh! You can say it.
1: I'll say I it. don't mind. Pikey. But I think that, yeah. I think so we,
2: cool. uh, so we did that one night, mm-hmm. came back, and, uh, after it was cut the right amount, we brought it back, and we still had to cut it a little bit more. Perfect. And then that was that. Any other Christmas traditions you've got?
1: No. Um, there is a drink that I enjoy. The, Mary, yeah, you, the Merry you, Gentleman. We've talked about this Oh, before. my gosh. Do you want to talk about it again?
2: Yeah, why Just not? Just give it... Our listeners that weren't listening last year, they don't know. It's been years since we've talked about Merry Gentleman. Yeah. At least less than.
1: What is it? No, I love it. Uh, I make I make it all year long, but especially at Christmas, it has a new meaning. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, whiskey. I use rye whiskey. Heck yeah. Uh, bitters. What are bitters? It's like a, just a flavoring that you add to a drink. And it's just bitter? Yeah, aromatic bitters. Okay. Um, uh, lime, lime juice, tonic water, and all uh, uh, over ice.
2: That sounds amazing.
1: It's uh, it's very refreshing. Yeah. Yeah. I I came up with it. It probably exists in another format, but not as good. No, I don't think it does. <clears throat> yeah. I drink it with a, a stainless steel straw.
2: Yeah? Where well, you get your vitamins and your, uh, I mean, your minerals. Yeah. Iron? Or yep. not steel. You still get iron. Yeah. Somehow.
1: Yeah. It's an alloy. Right. Right. You're the science teacher. So yeah. We'll say that. We'll say that. Uh, so that's, that's another it's another thing nice like. tradition. Yeah,
2: I like to make my Rice Krispie Treats. Ooh. I'm not kidding. Why don't you guess right now, how many batches <clears throat> of Rice Krispie Treats have I made in the last two days? Two days? Yeah.
1: I'm going to say seven.
2: Oh my God. That's exactly right. Really? Yeah. I made seven. Yeah. I made a few for uh, a fundraiser. In fact, I, I developed a new Rice Krispie treat that has completely blown everyone away. Hmm. And i you want me to explain it or? Uh
1: yeah yeah give us a
2: little brief. Well my I make the my regular Rice Krispie treat recipe. Yeah. Which I'm not going to divulge. I've told you off air.
1: Yeah. Blew my uh, mind.
2: I wait for it and then they're perfect. By the way, they are actually perfect. They stay fresh for a long time. And they taste great. In fact, I have some still at home. So what I do is I, uh, I take cinnamon sugar, and I cover it in cinnamon sugar. Oh, my gosh. And then I cut them in strips. And then I drown them in cinnamon sugar, take them out, and they dry, and they taste exactly like a churro. Exactly. <laughs> it was amazing. I did that for a fundraiser, and everybody loved it.
1: That sounds pretty incredible. That sounds pretty good. I I want one of those.
2: I'm. We'll make them for tomorrow. Okay. For when we meet with. Uh, okay. Are we celebrating Christmas tomorrow or no? The following. Next week. Next week. Okay. okay. I'm gonna bring those to. Are we going to Harry's tomorrow, anyways?
1: No. We're oh. Going to be in a, a Dean's backyard. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Right. That right? is so
2: cool. We yeah, haven't yeah, done yeah, we that haven't forever. Dean's
1: backyard. We're gonna have a little fire. Bring a lot of wood. A lot of wood. Dress really warm. Yeah. Yeah. Bring some animals to sacrifice. Yeah, sure, why not? Should we do it this time, or? Yeah, I'm going to the animal
2: shelter tomorrow morning, so I'll pick some up. Do me a favor. Yeah. Make sure you get a cute puppy. Okay. Please. Uh, They won't rent cats to me anymore, because I never bring them back. keep using different aliases. Now they have my picture up.
1: When we're off air? Yeah. I'll tell you how to get around that. Oh. That's awesome. No problem. That's very good. Believe me, I know the ins and outs of those places. I know the ins and outs of... Moving uh,
2: on, uh you know, like every week. Mm-hmm. For the last ten weeks. This is season five, episode ten. This is season finale. It is. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna call this the finale. This is the finale for season five. Season six <coughs> it's gonna blow you away. It's gonna be completely different. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a very long storyline. What do you think? We've talked about it before.
1: Yeah, we're gonna recount one of the one of the stories.
2: In long past. minutia
1: minutiae and a lot of detail, it's probably going to involve a little bit of arm wrestling, yeah, a little bit of Paul Hogan, um, some fire dancing at least, fire dancing, rubies, hakkas, um, uh, two giant squids, uh, kangaroo fighting, of course, yeah. So, I mean, all those things that you have to look forward to, yeah, it, yeah. Probably one of our better stories.
2: One of the things I get asked a lot. Mm -hmm. We haven't really talked about it here, but I'm kind of going off script if that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. One of the things people ask me is, Dylan, what is your morning routine like? Oh. What do you do? How do you do it? What's the one thing that you do that makes you who you are? Yeah. I think... We all have the same morning routine to a point. Sure. Most of us wake up in the morning. People that don't wake up in the morning, they probably work graveyard. Mm. Or should be in a graveyard.
1: Mm.
2: So either they work later, or they're dead. Get it. It's one. Two. And then it goes from there. Yeah. I think that's about it. Different cultures have different traditions for when you wake up. Really? And how you do things throughout the day. You know what that
1: reminds me of? Sure. Royal Tenenbaums. Oh, of course. The opening of that movie, it's all everyone going through their morning routines. Yes.
2: Yeah. Easily one of my favorite movies. Yeah.
1: Best soundtrack, I think. Pretty good. Pretty good. So, uh, what's your morning routine?
2: Every morning I wake up, obviously, and I do some training. I run through snow. A car is usually following me. I run up a mountain, I push some things, I carry some rocks in a, in a wagon, mm-hmm. usually I have a really thick beard, and my family's usually watching, brother-in-law, wife, trainer, and then I, when I'm done with that, I'll go back to my bathroom as I'm about to take a shower. I always have a picture of Dolph Lundgren mm. on it, looking a little menacing. And every morning, like clockwork, I I pick up that picture, I crumple it, and I throw it away. Hmm. That's how I start my day for the last 17 years. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I feel great. I'm in great shape. And for some reason, I hate Dolph Lundgren. Huh. Well. What about you? Uh,
1: You know, I mean, kind of like you, it's just pretty basic. Yeah. Uh, we're
2: just re- we're just regular guys.
1: Just a couple of regular guys, yeah. you know, doing guy
2: things. It's what guys do. Yeah. See, all you women listening need to realize most men do exactly this every morning.
1: First thing I do when I wake up, you know, I have some responsibilities. I feed my sea lions. Yeah. I've That's got... Benny and,
2: um, what's the other one's name? I keep forgetting. Jet?
1: Uh, yeah. Um, you know, and then all the other ones that I didn't name. Right. Uh, then, uh, we, after I feed them, we go abalone diving. I take them with me. Uh, basically, they keep an eye out for sharks. Absolutely. They're not uh, gonna
2: let anyone think. You've trained them so well.
1: They, I really have. You know what? I mean, that class that I took on seeing eye sea lions. Yeah. Really helped me out with training them.
2: And, you know, the threat of violence teaches any animal to do exactly what you want them to do. Yeah. I mean, um,
1: violence without mercy. Go on. We usually poach quite a few uh, abalone. Uh, Poaching is a
2: strong word. You just take more than <clears throat> you can, right?
1: We take enough. Uh, we go back to the beach. I mean, I have... I bought tags for all the sea lions, too. Right. They have, you know, so we, we got you our... You use a lot of scuba equipment for the
2: abalone, though, right?
1: No, we do free dive. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. No, we do it right. Um... We roast the abalone on the beach. So, for them, it's their second breakfast. Sure. For me, it's my first breakfast of uh, roast abalone every morning. I what practice. Do you,
2: uh, what do you season it with? I, I hate to interrupt. No problem. What do you season abalone with?
1: Um, so, usually, I harvest a bit of sea salt. Okay. Off of some of the rocks on the beach. Sure. Um, that and a little bit of Lowry's seasoning salt.
2: Season's all? this,
1: Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, and then after our abalone breakfast, I I take an hour to practice a form of attack yoga Yeah. that I developed. Sure. Um, mostly is this... I know what you're going to say, but say it.
2: Is this the same school of thought that Dalzim used in I Street knew, Fighter 2?
1: I, I knew you were going to bring up Street Fighter 2, and yes, Yeah. Okay. it is. Um, so it involves a lot of stretching, um, a lot of elongation of the limbs. Sure, that's yoga. Of yeah, course, it would be um, hovering midair and uh, a little bit of fire breathing. I'm still working on that. You're working on the teleportation. Oh, that I got down right away. Perfect. Yeah, but I can only go uh, at this point eight and a half feet. Okay. I don't know. It that's seems not like bad. there's some that's sort of like temporal barrier there or something that I no. just really can't get past, but um, I kind of left that back a while ago. I'm really focusing on trying to do the fire breathing now. Fire breathing is really important if you really want to master this art. Yeah. So, uh, oh, and while I'm doing that, I'm drinking a uh, uh, a fermented seaweed drink, also of my own invention.
2: Now, is it alcoholic?
1: Well. It's fermented, right? I wouldn't be
2: drinking it. Yeah, that's if true. If it weren't. So, those are our days, in the, well, at least in the morning.
1: Yeah, it's the morning routine.
2: You're done by, like, what, 6 a.m.? Uh, 6.45
1: okay. in, the, in the summertime. Uh, Usually, like, seven ten, seven twenty 7.20 in yeah. the winter. <clears throat> yeah.
2: See? So, those of you that are wondering, we're just, like, regular people. Just like you. A couple of
1: ordinary guys, yeah. I mean, I'm sure I've seen one or someone out there when I'm, when I'm doing it.
2: Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Because I've never had it. Okay. I've had a lot of things. Sure. I've eaten a lot of things. I've eaten guinea pig. I've eaten giraffe. Mm-hmm. I've had monkey. Uh, but I've never had abalone. Hmm. What does it taste like?
1: It's kind of hard to describe. It's like asking to describe a color that you've never seen. That's good. I like that. Um, But imagine... Yeah? What that would be like. A brand new color. It's a brand new taste. See, right now, now I'm craving it.
2: And I know exactly what you're saying.
1: One of the key things to preparing it... Yeah. ...is beating it.
2: Oh, like With your fists, with a rock, with, with a nunchuck, with a retractable baton, a taser, do you shoot it, mallet, sledgehammer, what do you use, a rock, a bow, um, a sigh? do you use twin swords, katana, a viking sax, do you use a katana, um, what else, a tristaff, do you use a mace, Use a ball and chain. Uh, what other things do I think of? A rolling pin. Do you beat it off? What is it? What do you beat it with? N-
1: normally, I I just grab a rock from the beach, a big rock. Yeah. And pound it. Pretty hard. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, you have to tenderize it. That's how you kill it. You can't just drown it. Oh, no. By the time I'm beating it with a rock, it's been gutted and picked from its shell.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: That sounds lovely.
2: Like, uh, it's something I would want to do with my children.
1: Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a great pastime. I, I've, I always enjoy it.
2: Well, I love talking about animals. Yeah. And I know you love this transition. I do. This week is different. We're going to have an Animal of the Week. I don't know. Are we going to have an Animal of the Week next season?
1: Because I love the season. I've learned so many things about so many different animals. We're, we're definitely going to have an animal of the week. I think we're going to have a number of things every week next season. I love it. Yeah.
2: What is the animal of the week? This week. Dutch hutch. It's such
1: and such. Yeah. And Dutch. Uh, animal this week <coughs> is the raccoon. Yes. Raccoon. We're going to repeat it. I have a raccoon. Yeah. We had raccoon before. Yeah. In fact, uh someone someone I think sent us a letter about how often we talk about raccoons. Yeah. Uh also known as the trash panda. Yeah, in some circles. The rocket? Yep. Okay. The uh what else? The f- does they call it a fox? I don't know. Like a genetically engineered whatever it is. Isn't the red panda m- more closely related to a raccoon than yes. a panda? Yes. I remember reading that or at least Seeing that on some, you're right reputable um, tabloid. Um, yeah. Interesting fact. Yes. That you and I discovered about the raccoon. Sure, we did. They don't appear to get hangovers. No. No, not at all. Uh, it seems like they are totally impervious to the effects. And you checked. Of the morning after. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, multiple n- a number of times. I mean, they're great. At parties, oh man, they, they are, are the best. Tons of fun at parties. We've Great had raccoons wing men. to a lot of parties that we've been yeah. to. And I always uh, bring the
2: control group, the <laughs> mm-hmm. control group that we don't give alcohol to. Yeah, you bring the raccoons that are down to party.
1: Yeah, I mean, let's call them party animals, shall we? I think we can. And uh, yeah, the next morning, I I'm surprised. I I can't function. Hang and on, they, hang on. Yeah,
2: I don't think I want to call them party animals. Is that okay? You don't want to? I don't know. I'm on the fence.
1: Okay. But you were saying? Um, they just act like they're normal self. Normal That's selves. insane. Yeah. And I know I bought them at least 12 drinks. Hard alcohol. Each.
2: Yeah. yeah. You know, I've thought of it. Yeah, we should call them party animals. i okay. sorry. I was on the fence. That's uh, fine. One of the great things we know about raccoons... They play dead when they're in danger. Mm. They're nocturnal. Yeah. They're North America's only marsupial.
1: That's just true. What else? They have prehensile tails. Prehensile tails. Um, they... They have most teeth of any mammal. Really? Yeah.
2: I thought the shark did. Well, that's... It's not a mammal. No, a shark's a fish. It's true. Fish can never be mammals. Anything in the water can't be a mammal. I know that
1: from science. Anything in the water. That's true. Yeah. That's one of the definitions of a mammal. It lives on the land.
2: Yeah. lives on the land. Uh, live birth or egg birth. and uh, But so long as it's not in the water. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I hope I haven't derailed us. I don't so think so. Uh...
1: This hey, you know what I noticed when? As soon as I saw you tonight. Yes. What was the first thing I said to you?
2: Uh, you look clean.
1: I did. Yeah. Yeah, you're looking
2: good. I had our pipes redone mm-hmm. in our in our upstairs shower. Our shower pressure is like that of like a fire hydrant. It's amazing. Mm. As long as I've lived there, the shower has been really low, really, really, really low um, pressure. And I found I found a plumber. I was able to do it for really cheap and take his sweet time doing it. Hmm. So, yes, I, I shaved my beard down, got a haircut today, and I was in my suit. And the lady said, listen, can I rinse your hair? And I said, yes, yes, you can. And that way I didn't have to go home and take a shower. It was very convenient.
0: Nice. It was great. Nice.
2: Then I had my hair um, shampoo, shampooed and rinsed
1: on the top of my head. It was great. I mean, it looks fantastic. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Glad somebody notices. Um, you know something I've been trying with my beard lately? What's that? Flat iron. Beard of the week? Uh, um, Groom- grooming, grooming advice of, of the, week? the week? Yeah. Beard grooming advice of the week? Um yeah, I don't know if I would advise it to everyone. I just kind of like having a straight beard once in a while.
2: I would advise everyone listening
1: to do it. <clears throat> My beard has a uh, wave to it. Would you say wave? It's very wavy. and It's yeah, great. Wavy. It's got a lot of body. But it's yeah.
2: sometimes good to have a flat beard.
1: Yeah, you know.
2: You know, when you say beard ironing, mm-hmm. it, it shouldn't, but it raises a lot of questions with me. Sure. So can I just ask them? Yeah. And I'm sure you're going to answer them, but I just thought, one is... What kind of iron do you use? Mm. Is it a like a cast iron iron mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. you heat up? Or mm-hmm. is it one of those BS electrical irons that you could buy at uh, SaveMax? No, I put it on my stove. So it's a cast iron? Yeah. And is your stove electrical or gas? No,
1: I only use gas. Gas? Um,
2: follow-up question to that? Yeah. Is your oven convection or the other one?
1: Um, I do a manual convection.
2: Okay.
1: I have a bellows. Oh. Attached to the oven. Okay. And so I stand there the whole time.
2: Smart. Keeping watch.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. So nothing burns. No, I'm not going to sit and let some oven do my work for me.
2: That's a good point. How will they
1: learn? Yeah.
2: So how long do you keep the iron on your beard?
1: Until I can smell it. Okay. Yeah. You, you notice a smell? Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to let it go too long, because uh, it'll singe it.
2: Yeah, I remember the last time I, I smelled singed flesh. Yeah. When and was I, that? Um, a couple years ago, I singed a couple parts of my flesh, purposely, yeah. and then I, I walked with a limp for about two weeks. Okay. <clears throat> I'm alluding to my vasectomy. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Oh, I didn't I'm catch not, that. I really yeah, didn't catch that. What what they do is they open you up down there. They singe it, huh? They cut off...
1: The vas deferens.
2: They cut off about five to six inches of my vas deferens. And then they cauterize both tips on both ends. Mm. Smart that they cauterize it, I guess. Yeah. You not let I, not let anything get through. You know what I just realized? Mm. And I don't know why I'm thinking of this, but I just realized it. Wolverine could never get a vasectomy.
1: Except Except what? Well you saw Logan. Yeah. And uh you know, some of his powers kinda of started breaking down. It's true. But in his old age.
2: In that old age, you probably shouldn't be fathering kids. I mean, he's not Charlie Chaplin. That's true. He's a real person. Yeah. That just made me really sad. Did it? Knowing that Wolverine could never get a vasectomy. Hmm.
1: How'd you like that movie, Logan? Honestly. Yeah. Honestly. Uh, yeah. I loved it. I did too. I, absolutely I really loved did. it. I thought it was great. I thought it was really a unique style of. Superhero movie, yeah, because <clears throat> it felt more like a, you know, like a human story. Yeah. It was
2: sad. It was brutal. Great writing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the young girl in it, amazing. Mm. Uh, what else? I love Paul uh, Bettany's character, mm. whoever it was. Do you have a favorite moment in that movie, or?
1: Um, no, I, I don't, honestly, uh, yeah, I've only seen it one time. Yeah. But, uh, I just remember, I just remember enjoying it. Did we see it together? No. I watched it with my wife. Oh, that's adorable. Washed up superhero movies. Yes. Watchmen. I loved it. Did you read the comic? The graphic novel? I
2: bought the comic
1: after, and I read it. Mm. I really liked it. I read it right before I saw the movie. Really? Because I saw the movie was coming out. And I really wanted to see the movie. I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna read it first. Sure. Glad I did. Um, What'd you think? <clears throat> um, I like what they did with the movie. Sure. I thought that some of the things that they did in the movie were yeah. better than they turned out in the comic. But well, I mean, reading
2: the comic—that's a hard comic to bring to the film. That's really hard.
1: It is. It is. I thought they did a great job. Um, Do you
2: have a favorite character in The Watchmen? Either the comic book or movie. The
1: comedian. Yeah. Without a doubt. It's my favorite.
2: I love Rorschach.
1: Also very good. Yeah. yeah.
2: That scene where he says, I'm not locked in here with you. Yeah. And then he said something else. That was great. You know what movie I love? And people universally hate. Hmm. I love Superman 3. Hmm.
1: Did you ever see it? <clears throat> I, don't, I don't think so. Which one was that? The third one. Oh, shoot, you're right. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that was great. Richard Pryor's in it. Hmm. And the guy that plays Superman. And the other person. And Superman is given not green kryptonite, but red. And he gets split personality disorder. And there's a bad Superman, and then there's Clark Kent. They have to fight each other in a junkyard. It's brutal. Is it? It's really scared me when I was little.
0: Mm.
2: And it's a kids' movie. It like came out in like 1983 or something like that. Yeah. So it's ideally it's a kids' movie like Superman one and two. There are adult themes, but it's a kids' movie. It's like PG. This sure. is before they even had the PG thirteen rating. Okay. So watching Superman three, I see both Superman. Well, either like a bad Superman who's drunk, and Clark Kent who's kind of like a dweeb, fighting each other. Mm. And it was very I was very impressionable Well, impressionable back then when I was watching it. Yeah. It was scary. And then at the end, and spoiler alert, um, it's from 83, Clark Kent ends up strangling bad Superman to death, and this bad Superman disappears, and then you see Clark Kent in Superman, in the, in the Superman outfit. Like a clean, like the bad Superman had like a dark, grimy, and... Okay. Um, I don't know where I'm going with that, it, it just kind of, it affected me. Yeah. And I think it was then that I realized if you want to solve a problem, you need to choke it out. I see. That's why uh, my parents stopped giving me cats. Okay. Growing up.
1: That makes sense. Which Which Superman? Can you answer me this? Yeah. The kid falls off Niagara Falls. Superman 2. <coughs> Superman 2. Oh, yeah. See that? That scarred me. Really? The kid gave, falling? Yeah, I think that really, like, instilled in me a fear of heights.
2: Uh, oh, absolutely. But it also instilled in me a uh, hatred of parents. Yeah. Because the kid was, like, up on the railing, and Lois Lane went over there and said, Oh, kid, come down. And the mom's yelling at him, saying, Oh, you're going to get it? I can't, like, you embarrass me. And then the next scene, <clears throat> the kid is saying, Mom, look what I could do. And he's, like, on the other side of the railing. And playing with it, and that is what natural selection's about.
1: Mm. I think. Yeah. That's a kid we don't need in our genetic pool. So are you saying Superman really did the world a disservice by saving that kid? Yeah, he should have let him go. Yeah, it makes sense. Sticking with the movie theme. Please. Um, I just saw, this week, the trailer mm-hmm. for the movie for a book that I read. Oh. That I got from you. I yes. I got the book from you. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Ready Player One. Yes. Oh, I'm excited about that movie. Um, now, to be fair, the book and the uh, the movie, the trailer at least that right. I saw, it really has kind of the feel of like, oh, the geek wins. Yes. You know, kind of that classic, sure. like, oh... Yay, say wins, gets the girl kind of thing, like, everyone loves him in the end, no one likes him in the beginning, which <laughs> is kind of cheesy, but at the same time, I really, I really enjoyed it.
2: Yeah. I, I you want to know why they're writing these stories about the geeks winning in the end? Because the geeks win in the because end? Because the geeks actually oh, do win in the okay. end.
1: Yeah. Oh, you know what? Should we give away like all kinds of spoilers since you and I have both read the book? We absolutely should. Let's do um, it right now. Okay. Uh the uh there's that one part yeah. where he gets okay. that thing. Oh my gosh. And everyone's like, Oh I can't believe we got Because yeah. who's, who's this And then yeah. he does that one thing and everyone can't believe it. Right. And then the one guy comes And he pl- yeah and he tries to do that other and thing And then he stops him and then somehow. he Oh man. But then there's that one part Wait, spoiler where, alert wait, yeah. spoiler alert. Yeah, go on. That one part where yeah. he does that thing and you're like, No, don't
2: do that thing. You know, that's crazy. Don't that's do exactly that. What the are you doing? Why
1: of what you were saying then, you were gonna do. But then you realize, Oh, that I was smart. Right. That's why he did that Oh he my god, just for real. Whoa. Yeah. Cause I was thrown for a loop.
2: Had he not done that thing that yeah. he wasn't supposed to do, yeah. it would not have got him out of that predicament. Yeah.
1: Moral of the story, uh, maintain good credit. Absolutely. Oh, and um, practice your 80s video games. Yeah. Practice your 80s video games. Uh, specifically Joust. Really, that's, that was the main one, I think, it was Joust. Oh, and know your 80s, uh... Know your 80s movie. What? No 80s movie trivia, what else? Um... Be able to, to recite line for line 80s movies. Yeah. like uh, Let's just
2: list off some 80s movies you're going to see in this film. Uh, Clueless. Okay.
1: Uh, sh- Dumb and F- Dumber. Fistful of Dollars. Fistful of dolphin Dollars. Dollars. I thought it was Fistful of Dolphins.
2: You know what? That was the working title. Oh.
1: Right. And they
2: changed it to make it seem a little more Western. I get it. What else? Uh,
1: Bridge on the River Kwai. Yes. Um, uh, Sleeping with the Enemy. Yeah. Uh, African Queen. Uh, uh, um, Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. So if you know those uh, movies,
2: uh, the, I mean it's obvious 80s movies, then you're, you're really going to enjoy this yeah.
1: book. Yeah, yeah. I mean if that's your thing. Yeah, Especially you know in
2: the that. end, when he does, when, when he does that. And that
1: he, wait, wait, wait. Which one? That one, the thing, the thing with the red one, or the thing with the purple one. The thing with the purple one. Oh, dude! Blue I did my not mind. see I had to re- that coming. I had to reread the chapter. Oh, I went back to the beginning of the book. Yeah. Because I realized, oh my gosh, they alluded to it mm-hmm. way back here, and that's a callback to the that is, thing that, that he- is, which is so eighties. It really is. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a it's going to be fun. It's going to be cheesy, but i i i'm ready for it. I love
2: this time in our history because everyone our age everyone our age is doing something that is a callback to what we dealt with growing up with. We have all these remakes. Mm. We have uh 21 Jump Street uh, we have Twenty Two Jump Street. They're remaking uh, the TV show Alf for a movie, starring Haley Joel Osment as Alf. They're they're doing uh, Fuller House. Yeah. Uh, everything we love. They did a Knight Rider uh, episode. One thing, and I I, I know you remember this. Five years ago. Remember when we were contracted with Fox to come up with a television show? Yeah. They wanted to do a reboot. In the Middle East. Yeah. And so I thought, we know funny. We know action. Yep. We know story.
1: We know car chases.
2: We know car chases. And we know compelling characters. Yeah. So... We came up with a, a treatment for a show, and can I say the name of it? Please this do. was based in Bahrain, mm-hmm. and we just wanted a show to get the kids excited about Western culture. So we created something called the Dukes of Fallujah. Yeah. Basically, what it was is a couple guys, who were part of um, some, I believe, a religious movement, who bought a Trans Am. And just drove it around Bahrain and the Middle East. And the some episodes they they go to Riyadh. I mean, it's not doesn't make any sense because of like the travel and everything. But to help the plot, they'd be in Riyadh one episode. They'd be in Tehran. One episode they're in Duluth. Mm-hmm. The Harmon Globetrotters were on Gilligan's Island, so I think we could send the Dukes of Fallujah to Duluth. Yeah. Um, the main bad guy was a regional governor who was installed by, I think, a government organization yeah. from the United States. Yeah. He was a bad guy. He didn't like the, uh, the Duke brothers causing trouble and recruiting people that their cause. The one thing that I would hesitate to do if I was to go back in a time machine and do it again, yeah, I probably wouldn't have the ISIS symbol mm.
1: on the Trans Am yeah, I mean it made sense at the time, and with what the story that we were trying to tell. Right. But I get what you're. I get what you're saying. I'd probably
2: use the Taliban symbol. Because they were our allies when we fought against the Russians in Rambo yeah. Three. It's true. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think that's probably a good move. Just to be sensitive. Yeah, it was on for three and a half seasons. On Fox. Produced, produced by Fox. Yeah.
2: In the Middle East. And because of a contract dispute, right. you know, I say that one of the characters actually died. He actually blew
1: up. Did you really? Know that? Yeah. No, I didn't know that because I had stopped work on that after the first season. Really? Yeah.
2: Yeah, but you can't. We would take the Trans Am out,
1: go okay. cruising. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Go through the desert.
2: Um. Everybody loved it. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, he he actually he accidentally blew
1: up. Really.
2: Yeah, in a car bomb, huh? Oh yeah. my gosh!
1: Yeah, that's it's, why you know, it was probably best that we stopped that.
2: Yeah, it turns out some of those guys weren't acting when they were talking about some things that I can't say on air okay. because of a an NDA. Okay, okay, and I know this is monitored by the those. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Wow! Wild. Wild. It's a wild life. It is.
1: Yeah. <sighs> uh, should we do some? Uh, should we do some hunting advice
2: or camping advice? I'm glad you asked. Yes, hunting advice, Dutch. Oh, uh, okay. Wait, um, no. Do You want me to go? Sure, you can go. One of the things I don't want to do when I go hunting, yeah, is I don't want to wear camouflage. Oh yeah. I think it's a little. It's trendy. It's a little. Can I say douchey? It's yeah. It's trendy. If I'm going to hunt something, I want the animal to know I'm there.
1: Oh my gosh. this sport. It it puts a lot more challenge into it.
2: I don't want to sneak up on an animal. I want them to know I'm out there. If I can't kill an animal with them knowing I'm there, I don't deserve to eat. So, the other night, we're at my house, hanging out. Near -hmm. the campfire. Drinking. Just reliving old times, past. My friend said, I forget his name, and uh, he said... Dylan, you don't have to wear camouflage. You can wear tweed. Mm-hmm. I've been looking at tweed hunting gear for the last week. Yeah, and I love it. So the next time we go hunting, I'm going to be wearing tweed the entire time. I can't wait. But not like brown <clears throat> tweed, like green tweed. Like I'm going to look like I'm going to look like
1: a a leprechaun. I'm really excited. Yeah. Because that is going to make it more challenging. It will. I'm also not going to bring a gun. Okay. I'm going to be
2: bringing my throwing stars. Yeah. If I can't kill an animal with throwing stars, I don't deserve to hunt. Nice. Yeah. That's respectable. I think so. Yeah. I'm, I have pretty good aim. I can hit a wall from four feet away. Mm. Like, no problem. I've seen it.
1: Yeah. Various hotel rooms.
2: Yeah. What
1: hunting advice do you have for our listeners? I usually bring uh two guns. Yeah. Oh that's right. Not like a gun and a backup gun. I'm usually holding two guns, one in each hand, like two two rifles, two shotguns, sometimes one of each. Yeah. Um lock and sometimes load. Sometimes lo- like sometimes a flare gun in one hand. Uh yeah, sometimes a hot glue gun.
2: Uh remember that time we were watching Pretty Woman in the theater and you let off the flare gun? Yeah. That was a great story. They never <laughs> found out that it was you. Yeah. Go on, I'm sorry. The two guns. Two guns. No, that was it. That's, that's why the, yeah. I call you two gun Dutch. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You haven't called me that in a while though. Not in a while, but like next time we go hunting, yeah. that's who you are. Uh yeah. Let's bring yeah. It up. Rounding third. Let's see where we are. Cause we got a little surprise for our listeners at the end.
1: Yeah, yeah. Jeez, uh, there's so much still to go over. Well,
2: let me ask you some questions, because we have a lot to cover, but I'm afraid to open up another can of uh, termites. That's the phrase, right? Yeah. Uh, what are your plans for Christmas Day? Like, what, what's... Let's talk about, like, the things we actually do, because it's a Christmas episode. Okay. What do you do Christmas morning?
1: Uh, Christmas morning... I've
2: known you a long time. Yeah. Do you have kids? I do. Oh, great. Good for you.
1: Yeah, I have three.
2: So what do you do Christmas morning?
1: Christmas morning, I wake up at uh, 4 a.m. Yeah, before everyone else in the house wakes up. And uh, I usually will turn on the stove. Yeah, um, I'll turn on some blues music. That's blast nice. it! Some, yeah, some like Christmas blues. Oh, yeah. Um, is I'll, it? Oh, go ahead. I mean, who do you who do you play? Uh, various artists. Various artists. Probably the not, none that. A lot of people have heard of. You know what? We'll we'll post a playlist. Yes. Have, okay. Good. Gonna Good like it. Um, <clears throat> and uh, I will cook up a slab of uncut bacon. Oh. A four pound slab. That sounds nice. Um. I'll get out the griddle. Four thirty Christmas and uh, before I do that, I mean, of course, first thing I do, I wake up. I pour myself a very substantial glass of whiskey. How are you gonna wake up? Right. So I usually have a gla- a big glass of whiskey, a big glass of coffee, mm-hmm. cup, of, mug of coffee, um, and just one after the other. Have my bacon. Um, once i once I eat all the bacon, yeah, uh, I throw some eggs on the on the griddle. Dozen, dozen eggs. Can I ask? Yeah, a follow up question, please. Sure. Are they cage free?
2: No. Good.
1: Um, throw a dozen eggs on the griddle, eat those, and then I go back to bed. Why not? And then I wake up the next day, and, uh, turns out, kids had a great time, wife had a great time, and, uh, yeah. I just perfected making
2: hash browns. I've been doing it wrong for years. Really? Yes. Been doing it wrong. I made some hash browns yesterday the right way. Oh, my Lord. Changed my life. Huh. I want to eat hash browns with every meal. Do you want to divulge, or do you want to just move on? I'm going to move on. Christmas morning for us, we usually go to bed at 2 a.m. to 3 to make Mm -hmm. the uh, Christmas tree look perfect and pristine and Mm -hmm. um, go to bed. Kids wake us up at 6 a.m., and I tell them to go back to bed where I'm throwing out their Christmas presents. Um, at least five minutes later, they come back into our room, and they're like, fine, we're up. What we'll do is we'll go downstairs, we'll make a nice breakfast. I'll probably make my orange cinnamon rolls, hash browns, eggs. Cage full. Not cage free. And, uh, butter. I have them eat at least a slice of butter. And, uh... Make some. Uh, it's called Abuelita hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. My friend Bolton says it's the best hot chocolate around. Yeah, and then we uh, proceed to open up the gifts, and we watch Die Hard mm-hmm. while we're opening up the gifts. Yeah.
0: And
2: it's a fair radio. And while we're opening up gifts, we're usually arguing about who's going to open up the next gift. And we make a point to really lose sight of the entire point of the holiday season. Good. It's great. Good. Yeah. <sighs> the holidays. What do you say? You and me.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm going to say yes to whatever you say.
2: Yeah. It's still recording. 52... Minutes, I say from all of us at Dylan and Dutch, Mm -hmm. we'd like to wish you a very merry new year and a happy Christmas. Yeah, Dutch, is there anything you want to tell our listeners before we
1: serenade them? Um, don't let the Krampus get you down, absolutely. New White Christmas, oh, yeah. Bing,
2: Bing, Crosby Crosby. Who's Bing Crosby? Um, some, some guy. Oh, he's got a great name. Crosby? Yeah. Original.
0: I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Christmas, everyone. Do you think he means snow? It says curious. white Christmas. I mean,
2: this isn't Holiday Inn. We should take. <laughs> we should take one more song. Okay. But uh, I have an idea. Sure. We remember. Um, what's his name? Yukon Cornelius. Yeah we sing that song
1: which which, which song <laughs> there's a lot of songs he has got <laughs> there's, a, there's a ton of songs he's got uh, which which song are you are you thinking of?
2: So this is one of my favorite songs growing up i would I would sing it all day long in class, yeah teachers couldn 't stand me no but I loved it and it 's a true story.
0: You know no. Dasher and, Dasher Dancer, and Dancer, Dancer and Prancer and, Prancer and Vixen. Vixen, Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen. Blitzen. But, but what do you recall the most famous, famous reindeer, reindeer of all? No, you know it's actually a caribou that's trained. Yeah. Rudolph, Rudolph the, Red the red-nosed, red-nosed reindeer. reindeer had a very had shiny, a shiny nose. nose. And if you ever saw it, you would even say it glows. All of the other reindeer used to laugh and call him names. I never let poor Rudolph join in any reindeer games like risk. Then one foggy Christmas Eve, Santa came to say. Rudolph with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? tonight. Then, how the reindeer loved There's him as they, they shouted out with glee. <laughs> Rudolph the red nosed reindeer, you'll go down in history. Then, one thought, oh, no, this part already? that already did
2: that. It's a, you know what it is? No, it's probably a foreign made karaoke. Video, Probably made in Micker stand. I see. Which is where they always redo the... You only say the one stanza once.
1: Yeah, I mean, that... Because, I mean, every Christmas pageant that I've been a part of... You only see The three times I was in Right, yeah. uh, Yeah, we only sing that one time. Yeah.
2: One thing... So many things bothered me about Rudolph. What? One thing is he's got a deformed face. Yeah. And everybody... Refuses to be around him, and that makes me really sad. Well, of course, his parents can't stand him because he's got a red nose. His father's Donner, right? Yeah, I mean, so him. is that in his family tree? To have a incandescent nose,
0: hmm.
2: is it from his mother's side? Is he? Uh, is his dad not Donner? Oh my gosh. Who else has a glowing nose in this universe? You're opening up a can of termites here. I think I am. That's. I mean, that's what I want to know. And why is Santa so dismissive of Rudolph? Yeah. Why does everybody hate him? They won't let him play in any games.
1: Okay. Favorite character, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. One, two, three. Yukon Cornelius.
2: Oh, who? Oh, the dentist. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, f- I figured Yukon was a... Yeah,
1: yeah that's true. I figured we were going other than Yukon. So, yeah, Herbie. I want to be a dentist.
0: Oh, yeah.